Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 10.49 p.m. What are we doing, Brody? What are we doing? I, I have no idea, Eric. At this point, I do not know. 10.49 p.m. and a chilly I didn't even check the weather, but I'd say it's probably like 40-something degrees outside. Oh, okay, 40-something, that's what you're thinking? Yeah, so yeah. Let's go over-under. I think, I think you're a little under. I think I am actually a little under. So the under. weather is... Oh, oh, wait, what did you say it was? I said it was 40. Okay, 46. Okay, yeah. I was, that's I, pretty close. Yeah. That's a lot closer. I thought it wasn't going to be it, that cool. It, it was a... Chilly, breezy day so far. Uh, either way, fine. Tuesday, March 12th here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570. Brody and Eric's, Brody and Eric's Super at night. At late night. Late night. <laughs> here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. And to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu, as well as any of our podcasting platforms, I'm your host, Brody Dryden, here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good evening, Wildcats. I'm going to be honest with you. This show is completely off the cuff today. Who knows <laughs> what we'll be talking about? Some NFL, some NBA, some Pac-12 tournament stuff. Who knows? I'm a little under the weather. Brody's about to go on a trip, but we're out here because we love y'all and we love radio. So we sure do. let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. Now, I say the first topic in this off-the-rails um, episode should be dedicated to what's coming up soonest, what, what my the trip that you mentioned I'm going on is for the Pac-12 tournament. Yes. All right. Um, how, how about I pull up a Pac-12 tournament bracket to start us off? And I know our um, matchup against our uh, beloved Arizona Wildcats in the first round, uh, they're going to be facing the USC Trojans. Arizona with the ninth seed, um, USC with the eighth Gotta seed, love those Trojans. some of us, I guess. <laughs> but I'm sh- um, eight months later, <laughs> just like oh no. Um, but yeah, Arizona's taking on USC. Arizona really got smacked by oh, USC they, earlier this year. They when, got re-raised. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and USC. Uh, that, but that was when Arizona, it was at USC, and that was when Arizona had a pretty, like, bummed-out team. Like, Brand, oh, yeah. Brandon Williams was out, Chase Jeter was out, and the big um, uh, Mark, I think it was the Mark Phelps thing. The, okay. That, that scandal, or there was, I, all I know is some dramatic thing happened during the last, or right before uh, that USC game that, <laughs> that made that whole L.A. road trip. Uh, pretty bad for the Wildcats. But what are you going to expect from this game, I'm uh, expecting a, co- a close game. Hopefully we can advance and then an immediate exit against Washington. But I'll always be hopeful. So I'm going to give the Wildcats the win over the Trojans. Okay. I, see, I'm, I'm with you. I don't. But I th- say less than 10-point win. Yeah, it's going to be a, a competitive game, and that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the most competitive game, um, at least one of the most, probably until the championship. You know, the eighth and ninth seat, they're they're the closest in the conference. But I'd say Washington. Um, th- I don't think this is a hot take, but Washington is super overrated at that Agreed. number at that number one seat in the Agreed. next round. And I'd say, out of everything, uh, all all the other um, potential or a lot of the other potential sides of the bracket, the Wildcats could have been on. This is one of the more favorable ones because. Oh, yeah. Like, if they had to, you know, say Arizona dropped to that 10th seed, had to face UCLA, I that's a lot worse than USC. Oh, yeah, no, they're getting bum-rushed. They're, they're getting bent over, yeah, and as if, the kids say nowadays. <laughs> as, as they do say that sometimes. Um, but 
so, but if they made it past UCLA, then they got to face ASU, and ASU is going to go cutthroat. They've already had Arizona's number twice, once oh, baby, in yeah. McHale. That would be no good news whatsoever. That they just have no chance there. This with you know getting a win against USC, I have a feeling you know these are. Even though we say, and it's true, this is one of the worst Arizona basketball teams ever, or I guess since they, since memory. yeah, since since like Lutz um, gotten things up and running, um, I, I'd say they still have that like survival instinct. They're mm-hmm. still elite ball players. They're still they're still great college basketball players, and I feel like they can find that survival instinct in them. Um, I'm not saying they will, but they. I, I just wouldn't count them out. Yeah. Uh, totally. I'd say there is a bigger chance than most people would say um, <laughs> to at least get to the semifinals and get somehow get past the Washington Huskies. I, yeah. I see it. I see it happening. Absolutely. Brandon Randolph and Chase Jeter are still five star recruits. Yeah. You know, they're still great uh, D1 basketball players. Don't count them out. I'm just saying we all know basketball is a team game and momentum yeah. is such a heavy, heavy factor. And the momentum is just not with the Cats right now. Yeah. But that being said, um, even though we both have Arizona beating USC, possibly losing to Washington, mm-hmm. what are you thinking in the final matchup? I, I'm thinking Washington, even though they're overrated, I think the bracket favors them mm-hmm. and lines up. You know, Cal's not a challenge. Colorado, Oregon State, I, neither of those teams I think could beat Washington, mm-hmm. even on their best day. Okay. So I think Washington makes it to that championship. Here's my hot take. Oregon making it. Ooh. I'm calling Washington, Ooh. Oregon. Oregon is the sixth seed. Washington, Oregon finals. Oregon wins. Wow. Call me crazy. Now I say bull bull. Uh, like <laughs> in var- take the in, shot. In varsity blues. <laughs> he's going to let John Voigt stick the needle in his leg, and he's going to come out Angelina and Jolie's dad. Yeah. Yeah. As we learned. As, as we did learn last week. Um yeah, I the, the okay, the funny thing is you took the hot take right out of my my mouth. I was going to say the Oregon Ducks, that was going to be like my thing. I didn't uh, put anything it, in your mouth. I want to preface that. <laughs> oh, no, well, in the past hour you have. Oh, this is the at night special. <laughs> Late night. Uh, um but I'd say I'm agreeing with you. Oregon from the 6th seed, they're going to roll past Washington State, Utah. Uh, you know they're not a great team at the three seed. Yeah. You know that no one's a great bad, seed. Bad year for the Pac-12. Bad, bad year for the Pac-12 means the seeds in the tournament are Don't just mean yeah are all kinds of wonky. Oregon State at number four getting the first round by. That are you garbage. kidding me? That is garbage. And Colorado is going to roll past the Bears. They're going to roll past the Beavers. Washington realistically, even though I, I wouldn't bet it. Washington is going to get beat by the Colorado Buffaloes Whoa. in the semifinals, and we're going to have a Buffalo against Duck championship. Wow. Colorado's going to steal it all. Interesting. Okay. And they'll be the third uh, Pac-12 team in the NCAA tournament yeah, after I, Washington and um, ASU. Yeah, that's so sad. A 12-team league, yep. and we can only get three in. Yeah. Granted, it is a bad year, and on our good years, we've gotten seven well, or yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. But this was still a rough rough year for yeah. the, the Pac-12, the rough. Conference of Champions. Yeah, the Conference of Champions, as they say. Next year, though, still looking for, we say it every week, looking forward to um, a new Wildcat squad because yeah. – uh, the heartbreak. Let, let's uh, di- dive into. We were both at the um, ASU against oh, Arizona the game. Ominous comments. Yeah, the um, territorial cup matchup uh, down in Tucson this past week. 
Uh, ASU ended up beating Arizona. Yeah, but that um, was that was like not the storyline. Like, yeah, no, that that wasn't the storyline. It was almost expected, even though like you know yeah. Hurley's never done it, and McHale we were still and you Hurley's know it's, a bum. He's a bum. Looks and, like a thumb. He's uh, <laughs> a child baby. He's a grown baby. Uh, yeah, he really. Christian Leitner d- still has Bobby Hurley's genitals in his. Oh bag. my goodness, this is late night. Late night. <laughs> but I, 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 does Bobby Hurley have kids? I, I don't want to insult his character or his personal life, but it's just like, how does a man go out in public and act like that yeah. for his job? Seriously, that is his he, professional he is job, a he's and, a baby. and he's getting paid to act like that. It's just wild to me. Um, but anyways, ASU ended up winning. Sean Miller goes out on the court. Oh. And, you know, uh, I don't think a lot of people, at least around the nation, realize Sean Miller does this every year. Normally it's under a lot better circumstances. Yeah, we're Ar- winning. Yeah, Arizona just won the Pac-12, um, you know, regular season championship. Uh, you know, they just did, you know, qualify, you know, did something amazing. They're cutting down the nets yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. It's ba- rarely ever at the end of the season losing to ASU. Um, in McHale, but Sean Miller uh, grabbed the mic and, you know, he got emotional. He, oh, yeah. he, he talked, you know, um, it's his 10th year here. He said, thank you so much for the past 10 years. Uh, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Reminiscing a little bit. And it it got the, the tone in the stadium. And this was, you know, a lot of people are criticizing the media and stuff because everyone likes to do that nowadays, um, that they're creating a story of Sean Miller. But you and I were both there. Everyone in the Zona Zoo, as he was saying these remarks, were like, oh, my goodness, is this goodbye? This man was – it sounded like he was about to get the axe. Yeah. Like, this literally sounded like a, um, a man who, like, knew he committed a crime and, like, was about to be ousted. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for those of you who know, that could be the case. <laughs> yeah, actually. Well, I yeah, it could be. But I just um, – I, I just wanted to I, – I don't think – He's definitely not going. At this, yeah. at this point, he's done multiple press conferences. This is just our first chance yeah. um, getting to talk about it. But he's done multiple press conferences where he's like, I want to clarify, you know, it was emotional out there because he's never failed so badly yeah, at, this wasn't at, at the U of A before. You know, this is a, a new low for um, Sean Miller. And, yeah. he, you know, in his 10th year, um, you know, I, I saw an analogy. I always bring up random tweets I see about sports, and I apologize. But there was like an analogy um, that a guy said, I, I've been married to my wife for 10 years. Yeah. I'm going to tell her how thankful I am for the 10 years. I'm going to re- reminisce. I'm going to get emotional because yeah. I just spent the last 10 years there and say something not great happens. I'm still going to like feel that way. Yeah. A and decade it's like, of your a life. A decade of your life has gone somewhere. And, you know, that's why it meant so much to mm. Sean Miller and all, all the drama off the court. It just meant something to him. And it, yeah. it didn't. Made him feel some type of way. Yeah. And I, it's just, I think, you know, the surrounding. Um, you know, th- things people saying of circumstances. them, circumstances, uh, that it just really didn't help the tone that led people to believe yeah. he was saying goodbye. And I will say this, Wildcat fans, um, as the great line uh, poet Big Sean said, <laughs> you can't bounce back unless you take the L first. Oh. So this was the L. I think we're definitely <laughs> looking at a bounce back season next year. Nico Mannion, Josh Green, Kunta Kinte, we're coming for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's definitely the late night episode <laughs> of Brody and Eric's <laughs> Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM uh, Camp Student Radio. Uh, well, we have a couple segments to get through, um, Eric. So 
you know, it's it's about it, that time. It's about that time. I've got holes in different area codes. All right, everybody, welcome to Area Codes, the segment where Eric and I each give an area code from around America. Or I do is is um are area codes like a worldwide thing, or is it just in America? I think we tried to make I. Because I shouted out <laughs> Japan one time. Yeah. That was ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. ludicrous. Hey. Area codes. Um, and he's got hoes. <laughs> oh, my God. Late night. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so the area codes, the segment where Eric and I choose a random um, area code. being the gardening tool. I want to clarify yes, that. Yes, yes, exactly. We, all, we respect women yes. here on Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show. But we love show. a well-tended garden. We do love a well-tended garden. Um but we, we don't choose a random area code, but we select a story um, in an area code from around uh, the world and highlight it for a little sports blip, news blip um, of whatever our choosing. And so, Eric, why don't you start us off? Oh, boy. Fans, do I have a doozy for you. Never in a million years, even a year ago, did I think I'd ever be shouting out this area code for something serious. My shout-out goes to the 216, the Cleveland area code. Wow. Take a moment. Cleveland, the butt of the sports world. Yeah, the armpit of America. Really, really. Like, I, beyond sports, like, just the actual economy of Cleveland has plummeted, and it's quite sad to see. But you hate to see it. The area code of 216, I'm shouting out Cleveland. The awful Cleveland Browns for mm-hmm. three years, winning a collective, I think, like four games. Mm-hmm. They had a turnaround season. Baker Mayfield, ain't no scrub. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, pretty good running back. Decent. The defense coming together. Jarvis Solid. Landry. David and Joku, solid receiving threats. Do Amazing. you know who they added today, Brody Dryden? Who? They right. added arguably a top three receiver in the league, Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. Odell, comma Beckham hyphen Jr. Not senior. Junior. No, Jr. Good God Almighty! Yeah, it's crazy. LSU reunion, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. Those are legit. Like you, arguably have. Two of the top 15 receivers in the league. Odell being much better than Jarvis Landry, but Jarvis Landry ain't no scrub. Browns. I'm not going to I'm not I'm not going to call myself a Browns fan cuz I didn't love them at their worst, nope. so I don't deserve them at their best. But you can, you can call Miles Peterson. A shout Browns out to Miles fan. Peterson. But fans, don't be sleeping on the Browns. Hot take, Browns AFC semis. Wow. So they get in as a wild card. And win that first matchup, and wow. then they out. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the turnaround. So are you saying Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Eli Manning? Yes, 100%. 100%. Good God. We'll dive more into I mean, that. right now in their careers. Yeah, right now in their careers. But okay. I think like at prime Baker Mayfield could be better than prime Eli Manning. Yeah. Just talent and skill-wise. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, that's, that's my area code. Okay. Well, uh, that was a good area code, and we'll get more into it. <laughs> Um, the topic of NFL as uh, Eric coughs out a lung. Sorry, sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Take take your time. This is the, at night. <laughs> the the late night. Um, so I'd say our my area code for today uh, is five thirteen um, in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where uh, Xavier oh. University, Sean Miller's old school, Sean Miller's old school is housed. Um, they were set 
to play the Arizona Wildcats in their first ever matchup in baseball program history today on this very night of March 12th um, in 2019, uh, day of Tuesday. Uh, But they didn't because it got rained out. We said it was cold. It was disgusting outside. It got rained out. Shout out to the Allegiance Sports Honorary. Yep. We're still throwing a heck of a mixer. Yeah. One heck of a mixer from Allegiance. Uh, a great time as always, right, yes, Eric? Yes, of course. Uh, as always. We were there. Yes. Um, but I, I just want to uh, use that uh, my area code to give a shout-out to the baseball team. So far uh, this year, they're 10-6, and six, which isn't ideal, obviously, but they've had you know pretty uh, tough matchups against Houston, uh, Charleston. Uh, who, was, who else did they play? Mm-hmm. Um Michigan State, you know. Yeah, it's a good um, team. So, uh, um, but yeah, Xavier, uh, they were supposed to play tonight. Uh, Jacob Blass, he was off the team for like some family issues, some personal issues, who knows. Normally they're shortstop, really good shortstop. Yeah, cannon De- of an arm. Cannon of an arm. Um, speaking of cannons, Cameron Cannon was playing uh, shortstop. Uh, wasn't as good at shortstop as Jacob Blass. He's now moving back in the sec- into second base. A little defensive changes. They released the starting lineups um, <coughs> for this game, and Jacob Blass has only been um, <coughs> back for I one game. I'm so sorry. He, it's okay. Um, Jacob Blass has only been back for one game, and you know they're just still switching things up. It looked really solid. Jay Johnson uh, obviously knows what he's doing. Just three games ago, got his 200th career win. Wow. So congrats. Congratulations uh, to Jay Johnson on that. Um, hot take, Dante Williams. He's got to be my favorite player on the team this year. Uh, he's going to be, like, most outstanding. I don't think they give that award for just, like, on the team, but, like, if there were a thing, he'd be, like, the most outstanding player of the year uh, by the end of this season, Dante Williams. Well, you so, love to see it. Yeah, you love to see it. So that's my area code, uh, the 513 Xavier. Uh, but let's let's hop back into NFL talk. Hopping back in. Yeah, a lot of NFL stuff has happened. Like you mentioned, the Browns getting Odell Beckham there. Uh, I, I think you had an inside report somebody else might go Ooh. there. Well, before we touch on that, yeah. and I'm, I hate to do this to my friend Gabe Elder, love him oh, to death. Yeah. This moves the Browns to the best team in the AFC North. Wow. Over the Bengals, obviously. Bengals are dead last. Yeah. Over the Steelers. Steelers are in third. Mm-hmm. Over the Ravens with Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. in second. So that's it goes. Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Wow. That's my AFC North uh, lineup. Would you agree or disagree? I would. Um, I I mean, I couldn't disagree. Like, something about me just wants to because I— uh, It's weird know, to hear the Browns. It's weird. Say, yeah. yeah, it's just awkward. It's unusual. It's not—I don't have anything against the Browns other than I like to make fun of them yeah. for being so bad. But it, it's weird to think about it. But roster-wise, on paper so far, um, you know, in, the, in this very early preseason uh, that we're talking about, um, I'd say the—I'd agree with you. Yeah, the, and the, if they potentially get— Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas, yeah. The Pro Bowl safety from the Seahawks, possibly talks of him going there. Crazy. The, the the script has flipped, as they say, in, in yes. Cleveland. So But anyways, moving on. Um from my local uh source, my insider source, my fellow brother in uh Sigma Alpha Mu, Adam mm. Schefter, uh, <laughs> he reported <laughs> that Le'Veon Bell, the star running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Uh-huh. Is signing with the Jets for fifty-two point wow. five million four years. What is going on in Pittsburgh? Big Ben, you a Chad? Big Ben is a Chad. You are you I, are literally pushing away all the talent. Yeah, 
you know, he he was Big Ben. Well, it's I don't think it's Big Ben's fault. It's definitely partially. It, well, I guess yeah, he didn't have the greatest relationship with Le'Veon, but Antonio Brown was that was Antonio. No, he had the bad relationship with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Okay. And I think maybe the Steelers organization was that more with Le'Veon. Yeah, like didn't okay. respect him or like you know. Okay. Yeah, because it's like why would um I you know no I don't think anyone knows the um, exact details, but why would the management take Ben's side at this point? That's true. Because like he's an old hag uh, with a serious. Um, trial under yeah. under his belt, yeah, you know? legal legal history, legal history. So it's like I I have there's no reason for them to uh, like Big Ben over these other um, big players that have a future in the NFL. And now they lost it all. Look at where they are now. Well, us, Juju Smith Juju Smith Schuster is kind of still a not a big fan of Juju. I I think he's a G. I, I like at USC. I thought he was dope, and now I think he's still dope. I, I just don't I, – I kind of just don't like his personality. I don't like the whole Fortnite stuff. Yeah. I mean, but I think that's why we love and hate polarizing receivers. Yeah. You're right. You know? You're right. Um, but, yeah, so that's the other big move. And, you know, free agency has been kicking around, but definitely kind of nice to close the book on those two uh, players where it had a lot of speculation going on around them. Yeah. No, without a doubt. Um, so th- – how about the Jets? They have um, a new coach now. Yeah, Adam new- Gase, the old Miami guy. Yeah, don't Adam- like that hire, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't think many people were uh, a fan of it. And then he just made it so much worse, much worse, worse, and worse in his, in his um, press conference when he looked like. A, 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 I saw it live for some reason. Yeah, because I was watching Sports Center. Yeah, like it was awful. Yeah, like it made everyone uncomfortable. It made mm-hmm. me uncomfortable. <laughs> and I don't. I'm not a Jets fan. Yeah. So it was still awkward. But now they have Le'Veon Bell. Um, you Sam know, Darnold, young Sam, quarterback. Sam Darnold. Does does this like somehow you know m- maybe once the Patriots finally is there any like maybe I mean it's always good to with the young quarterback and his development to get him a good running back to take the load off. Yeah. So that'll never hurt. Um, but man, Tom Brady. Yeah. I like just I I will never believe he's gonna retire. Yeah. Until he retires, like sort of like LeBron James, I don't believe because like even though they're in the later stages of their career, they're like past their prime years are still better than some players ever get to be. Yeah. So it's like until I see him in the post game and like in the press conference, and even a few years after that, because I believe he can make a comeback. Mm-hmm. I I will until he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And like actually like legally cannot enter the NFL again. Mm-hmm. I, I will never count out Tom Brady. So the so the Jets won't. No, yeah. The, it, it's, it's a nice like, move. It, it's good for fan morale. Yeah. But it, like the Jets aren't going to be winning the um, AFC. Yeah, the AFC East anytime yeah. soon. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Because it's like Le'Veon Bell was a great running back. You know, he, yeah. he was good. But like, man, and it's good that he like knows his worth. And you know he. Didn't want to get played by the Steelers organization and stuff like that. Now he's secured his bag. So, obviously, like, financially it's a good decision. But I hope he doesn't expect to, yeah. you know, for the, yeah, for the New York Jets to be a great uh, team all of a sudden just because he's there. And that's what you got to be careful, too, with running backs, especially as an NFL GM. Mm-hmm. How much of it is the running back yeah. and how much is that offensive line? True. The Steelers had a great with Marcus Pouncey in the middle, mm-hmm. and they had a David DeCastro, and then the old the 
ex like army guy. Who's yeah, Villanueva. Oh yeah, he's a stud and a hero. Shout out to him. We love the troops. We here. We do, but like that's a kick-ass offensive line, mm-hmm. and the Jets' offensive line looks like Canyon Del Oro like <laughs> offensive line. It yeah. is not good. And so you know, Le'Veon Bell, you can like because that's the thing. You could be Marshall Falk had a love child with Emmett Smith <laughs> and like freaking uh, Mar- uh Herschel Walker was the doctor who delivered the baby. Uh-huh. And if there's no hole to run through, that running back isn't going anywhere. No. So it's like that's it's- what I'm saying, Le'Veon, you're just going to run into a wall of defensive linemen. That, that that and that's why so many people um God bless DeMarco Murray for now being an employee of the University of Arizona, but his MVP When he left season- the Cowboys, he was crap. And the Cowboys have one of the best offensive lines. Like, was that MVP season DeMarco Murray or was that MVP? Was it MVP or Offensive Player of the Year? Offensive Player of the Year. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, he wasn't MVP. Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Should that have gone to him or can the Offensive Player of the Year go to the O-line of the Cowboys? That's making holes as big as the freaking I-10 freeway. Yeah, no, exactly. But, like, the nice part of I-10, not the crappy part of I-10. No, exactly. Um, well, any other NFL stuff you want to wrap nah, up just on? Just keep your head on a swivel, though, because there's a lot of like, I don't know if anything will top the Odell thing. I mean, Nick Foles getting that his money four years, eighty eight million. Oh, yeah. that's a nice con- twenty two million a year. That's a yeah. nice contract. Yeah, we can touch on that pretty quick. Yeah. U-, U of A alumni, uh, Nick Foles getting he that, that I I don't know Gronk's contract, but was so was that like the biggest U of A probably. Alumni I mean, just being a quarterback, yeah. probably. Yeah, exactly. But um, do do you think? I'm I'm surprised. I don't know. It's hard for me to, um, you know, justify as a like a fan to, from the outside. I mean, you got to start somewhere. But for the Jaguars franchise, I love Nick Foles and stuff. But I mean, I I don't know what this does for the Jaguars. I I've thought that too. But Nick Foles, he's not like totally washed up. You know, he. <coughs> oh, we're just dying over here. Yeah, we sound like a bunch of bums. Yeah. But um. Nick Foles, he's in totally past prime. He's like what, 32, 33? Yeah. And like quarterbacks can play and I don't even Not think just, he's that old. Yeah. Um, but like quarterbacks can play longer. He's still got a good arm. And Nick Foles' strength has never been like the biggest athlete, the biggest arm, but it's like the cerebral guy. Just turned thirty. Just turned thirty. So yeah, still good years. And like he's a, he he knows his game. Yep. And he's going to a place where the quarterback coach and his old quarterback coach in Philly is the offensive coordinator, Tom Coughlin. And him, I feel like, you know, he's an old-school quarterback, and Tom Coughlin's an old-school guy. Mm-hmm. And they've got the pieces. Yo, just Nick Foles' game is 20-yard max, in-out cuts, in-routes, like flare-outs, drag-routes, mm-hmm. running-back screens. And then, and then sneak in that big play. Exactly. And that's that's what the Jaguars are built to do. they got a great defense and just enough offense. Because mm-hmm. keep remember, they were in the AFC Championship game two years ago mm-hmm. with Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. They haven't really lost much offensive depth mm-hmm. except for, like, one receiver. I remember after that they were picked as Super Bowl favorites. Exactly, and their defense is still basically the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get in a quarterback that, like, just doesn't hurt you. Blake Bortles lost you games. Nick mm-hmm. Foles will never lose you a game. Mm-hmm. He might not always <coughs> – oh, excuse me. I don't always win, mm-hmm. but he won't lose it for you. I'm, I'm like literally no, having. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but no, I, I couldn't agree more. And as uh, time runs out here, Eric, I think you know what time it is. You heard it here, folks. That sound means we got some fantastic food review coming up. 
more mics are on. <laughs> All right, welcome to Brody and Eric's fantastic food review. This is the segment where um, Eric coughs up a lung, uh, gives me bronchitis, and um, we try some food. So uh, today on this... Shout out to your dad for never missing a broadcast. Yeah. Now I realize how hard that is. Yeah. Like, he had to have gotten sick at yeah. some point, and he's still... Like, this is the hardest stuff. Powers through. To yeah. talk. Like, yeah. shout out to Bri- uh, Brian Jeffries. Like, literally a G. Literally the GOAT. Like, so much respect and admiration. Like, I had a respect and admiration before <laughs> for being a good father and a good man of God, but like now I'm just like... <laughs> man. Being a, being a good broadcaster and never missing a freaking day, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, it, it's a wild thing. Um... But anyways, here on Brody and Eric's Fantastic Food Review, uh, we have the red and blue market branded cranberry nut orange bread. Cranberry nut. Cranberry nut. <laughs> um, cranberry nut. <laughs> Man, we're going to get fired from our no, job someday when yeah. when um, our employers find this podcast on yeah. iTunes. Or they laugh really hard Yeah, and then fire us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um but anyways, yeah, this is just a slice of bread <laughs> at uh, uh, that a was, cake. I think it's cake technically. Like it's sweet. I mean, it, it, it says bread on the. But label. really, isn't cake? If you don't have frosting, isn't cake just sweet bread? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like we threw frosting. But I mean, any baked good. I would okay. Well, that's another topic. Yeah, that's a whole nother debacle. That's a whole nother. Yeah. Um, so let's, I'm going to take the corner piece here. All right. Now, like, again, initially, uh, uh, I don't think I got any nuts or cranberries. I'll give you some nut on that bread. That's disgusting, (laughs) dude. No, I'm talking about the nut. What are you talking about, you sick man? But anyways, (laughs) uh, Eric, you know, for those of you who don't know, I'm more of the food snob and Brody's the the simpleton when it comes to these food reviews. You know, I'm getting offended the more you call me a simpleton. (laughs) I should have been more offended the first time you said that. I'm sorry. I have have a... Would you like, would you prefer basic... (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) No. This is the late night episode. Late night. But, uh, oh man, that was a... That literally sounded like a, a Trojan commercial, your voice right there. It's late night, and the Trojans oh are my God. marching. Oh, in. my goodness. Man, that was this is steamy. It's past 11. Oh, baby. You know what that means. I don't. Tell me. Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nut. <laughs> nut, mega nut. All right. Oh, we are so done. Yeah. But um, we, should, we should probably not upload this podcast, <laughs> to be honest. This might be our most listened one, to be honest. We're being <laughs> probably honest. our least listened. To be honest, man. I'm mean, just honest. kidding. can get, get much worse than it already is. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Anyways, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Eric coughs violently away from the microphone, even though we'll all be able to hear it anyways. We'll take, you, uh, we'll take our first bite. Hmm. Uh, it's so dry. It's really dry. I mean, it could be drier. Yeah, I don't like this. It's not bad. I don't like it. You know, for me being the simpleton, I think I give lower scores than you. Yeah, because I... Oh, God, this sucks. Like, I eat it. Like, it. this just tastes like... this. You know, this tastes like the after-church snacks. Yeah, I was going to say it tastes like retirement food platter yeah. stuff. Like, it's I'm not, not eating anymore. I got, I'm just hungry, but yeah. First bite, I'm done. It's slightly moist. The nuts and the dry fruit has good flavor. It's got a nice cranberry orange vibe. Flavor's not bad. Texture's not great. 
I would rate this if a 7.5 is average. I'm gonna give this a 6.9. Late night. Late night. Um, 6.9. The joke there being 69, which yeah. is also a position where people make love. Oh my goodness. Late night. Um, I would say uh, that I would have to wholeheartedly agree with you because on this special late night episode of Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show, um, it's pretty gross, so it can't be in the sevens. Um, it's also the late night episode. Uh, I'm going to get more. I like it. Okay. I don't like it, but in my um, rating scale, it's getting the 6.9. And that's what I realized we should have given whatever we reviewed on the Valentine's Day episode, but... Do you remember what we gave on that? No. You remember that? I think I might... No, I probably didn't. Damn it. Oh, well. Um, but Any yeah, we sports things going on? No, I think, you know, it's a short episode today, so... What, I, what happened today in sports history? Oh, yeah. Can't forget that. The, can never forget it. The, never, the OG segment. Yeah. Excuse, excuse my manners. Yeah, because um, NBA... Nothing really going on. MLB, just spring training. Mm-hmm. We talked about U of A stuff. Mm-hmm. Talked about the NFL. It's popping. Yeah. I, I had a fun time tonight, Brody. This late night episode was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I, I I'm I dig it. Because normally it's like stuff. Yo, that not... scared the crap out of me. You what? see that? No. I swear I thought I saw someone at the window. Oh, really? Yeah. No, sorry. I, I probably made you look because I looked out. Um, Honestly. That... Oh, was it your own reflection? I am. I am a stunning man. Okay. Um. So we're on another boring day in sports history. Um, oh, way back in 1954. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, I need some, like, inspirational music. Sorry. Give me one second. Oh man, what a, what an the ad. Samsung commercials! The, are very Sam, the Samsung commercials. This is we've lost all listeners at this point. Way back in 1954, the Atlanta Braves were having a not so good season. Oh baby! And on one late night, March 12th, 1954. The Braves, Bobby Thompson, oh, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. broke his ankle, and he was very, very sad. Oh, baby, let me, let me feel that for you. And let's just say that ankle never fully healed, as his replacement was Hank Aaron. Happy accident. And the rest is history. That was a good yeah, fact. That, yeah. That was a weird thing we did. We should never do that again. Yeah, no, we shouldn't. That was but re- that was a that was a good fact. That was that was really stupid. Um, I feel bad for Bobby Thompson. Yeah, and that's a great name for like a good baseball player. Yeah. Like, oh, good old Bobby Thompson played for the Atlanta Braves yeah. like a good thirty years. But no, Hank Aaron, um, Hank Aaron, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, if not the the greatest legal. Baseball player of well, all time. Willie, Willie Mays the, is still the goat. That's a, such a bias. It is. It is. Uh, it is. Um, take there, but um, I I think I'd say Hank Aaron is literally the greatest baseball player of all time. I would not. I would. Willie Mays is better than Hank Aaron. 
No. Yes. You're a Giants fan. I am. And you, so you can't say that. Or you, I mean, you can say that, but um, you can't, um, you know. Yeah, I know. No, that, that like straight up. You can't be taken. Yeah, no. I, that is a bias. That is me just being a fan. All right. Well, I have accounting homework due in 35 minutes. Yeah, um, and I have sleep to get. Yeah. So, um, you know, lung cancer and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, everybody look out. Stay tuned on camp.arizona.edu tomorrow at noon. Um, Robbie Leonio and I are going to be live um, right here. For uh, not right here in Vegas, right uh, in Vegas, but right here on the station. That's what oh, I oh baby. Um, technology so, man, yeah, yeah, technology man. Uh, so tune in. Arizona against USC will be doing uh, play-by-play uh, stuff like that. It's going to be a ton of fun um, up at the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas. Uh, but other than that, Eric, want to close this out? I will. Thank you so much, Wildcats, for this special late night edition of Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show. We had a great time. We were kind of just like, yo, Brody, should we do a show? I don't know, Eric, should we? And we're like, we got to do it. We got to do it for consistency uh, in the role model and in the model of our uh, of our glorious leader, Brian Jeffries. Sick, <laughs> rain or shine, night and day, uh, FCC clean or not, we're out here <laughs> giving you the sports. I'm glad y'all had a great spring break, Wildcat fans, uh, and we hope that you are ready to close out this year strong. But sticking with you for the rest of this year and for the next two, Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show. We'll catch you next week on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show. Great outro.